2: Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. I think
3: they got the wrong guys then. Uh, Speak for yourself. A lot of people have called me the Lanny Poffo of Fox Sports Radio. You think you're the genius? I mean like i said people have called me i i can't claim that myself oh, your mom <laughs> yeah true at covino and rich is where you could find us normally monday through friday you could find us 5 p.m eastern on fox sports radio 2 p.m on the west but always a pleasure filling in for dan patrick and remember if you subscribe to our podcast for free search covino and rich apple podcast leave a five-star review say something nice you qualify for what we're calling bribery balls, some <laughs> Nerf footballs that say Fox Sports Radio on one side, Covino and Rich on the other, but absolutely free. All you have to do is leave a review in our podcast section
4: and hey, you qualify. We're going to pick random people, hook you up, give you some goodies. Um, you know what I think is like an insult? I'm going to get to this in a little bit. Reporters interviewing stranded travelers at the airport. Like, if you're stranded at the airport, do you it's want sort of someone to, be a, to have that assignment? It's like that
3: sports broadcaster who got assigned uh, to, to do the weather the other day. Did you see that go viral? Yes.
4: <laughs> the guy's like, I'm usually so, the sports guy, but I'm here in the snow. I yeah, hate yes. this.
3: So imagine if you were assigned to go interview a bunch of miserable people at the airport. That's insulting.
4: I always feel bad for the reporter that has to go to the loser's locker room.
3: Yeah, because it's very somber. while well, everyone else gets to celebrate with the champagne.
4: Yeah, you have to be like, "Sorry, coach, Uh, I know it's uh, didn't turn out the way you wanted." What do you think?
3: It's like like you got selected to join the funeral. Hey, you know, hey, broadcast, and then the other guys celebrate with everybody else.
4: Yeah, you get the uh, you get the post game celebration. You get to talk to the angry coach who just lost his second championship in a row. It's true. So hey. Hopefully, you're having a nice Christmas, New Year's week. You're not stranded in an airport listening on the iHeart app now. If you are, hey, what's up to you? Uh, we'll get to travel in a second and how people seem to be screwed over, but it's also that week, Cavino where kids are off from school, so you see parents, including myself, sort of figuring out what the hell to do with these kids. I went to well, Chuck dude, E. Cheese yesterday. I went yeah, to Chuck E. Cheese for an hour. Smell like
3: little kids' feet? It smells like little kids' feet and... It smells like Fritos and pizza. You know, it was a fun time. I think today and I'm that taking... mouse is creepy. I'm not going to lie. And until this day, my dad still calls him, get this, Chunky Cheese. Dad,
4: it's Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, yeah that's what
3: I said.
4: <laughs> chunky Cheese. Took so, the kids to Chunky Cheese. As you said last week, I never understood that Christmas lyric until you became an adult. Was it? And... Uh, and mom, and, mom and, dad. and dad
3: could hardly wait for school to start
4: again. And I'm like, yeah, the two two more weeks? Wait, two more weeks? I have to figure out what to do with these kids? So, yeah, today I think we're doing uh, like a bouncy house thing. So, every day I'm trying to figure out what to do to keep these kids pumped up.
3: Well, yesterday I went to, I think it was called Camp Gaw Mountain here in New Jersey. Went a little snow tubing. Because, again, you're just trying to fill up the space like Rich said. It's the... Uh, it's the... It's fun time, Parent Week. Well, yes, yeah, the space between that Dave Matthews sings about, between Christmas and New Year's. You're trying to figure out what to do with the kids. I went snow tubing yesterday and had a good time. Today, I don't know, but I'm thinking about, well, do I take my kid into New York City and maybe I take her to see a show? Rich, tickets for these shows? Ridiculous. You want to see just like Wicked. It's like $500 a ticket.
4: What? <laughs> The show's old. How much do you love your daughter? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so <laughs> Come on, yeah, Dad. it's that time of year. Well, uh, let me let me ask you before we get to some NFL Week Seventeen stuff. When you guys go to like a Dave and Buster's or you know some type of gaming place, what sports simulation thing do you like? Are you are you a, are you a master at the Pop and shop basketball? Love do you it. like what about the game where you have to throw the football through the the little circles? Love. I love
3: all that. Yeah, I, I'm more of a. A ski ball guy too, because I feel like uh, I feel like Dick Weber, I feel like Pete Weber, playing ski ball. You know, I'm you know like Norm Duke on the uh, uh, when it comes to ski ball.
4: Every time there's some type of carnival game or Dave and Buster's game that involves sports, the number one mistake guys make is they try to like show off their arm.
3: You know what? The, yeah, the worst is the fast pitch because you could throw your arm out. No, no, like, that, ah. that
4: no, that's where that's where you try to you know. Show your show your gun your no, speed. No, because nowadays most
3: beer guzzling buffoons are clocking out mid sixties at the
4: most, and they spray and they
3: sprain sp- their shoulder doing it. Exactly, you throw your arm out. I try no, to stay I'm, away. I'm from saying
4: that like if you try to knock down the, I don't know. You know, the shelves of uh, things, you got to knock down like three of them. Most guys, instead of just throwing normal, they will try to be like, let me show my arm. And they whip it in there, and they miss every time. Same with the football thing. No finesse. Every guy's just like, let me show my, like like they got a cannon. Like they think they're, uh, you know, they think they're Justin Herbert.
3: Well, here, here's the big mistake, though. You never show your kids the prizes because they think they're going to get something cool with their tickets or their coins they collected yeah my truth kid got my gonna, kid got a plastic T. a whistle.
4: yeah you're gonna get a whistle that doesn't even whistle my kid got a three inch plastic T-rex after an hour of playing games sweet whistle sweet
3: whistle barely whistles
4: oh <laughs> uh, and, and you're right though uh, for all the parents that have gone to a Chuck E cheese back in the day they had those animatronics that would dance and they would be all creepy and awesome sort of like on the East Coast what is it the pizza one what is it uh Showtime oh. pizza?
3: Growing up, uh, way back on a Wednesday, Showbiz Pizza, Showbiz place, Pizza, which I believe was bought out by Chuck E. Cheese.
4: Yeah, a um, lot of times uh, Chuck E. Cheese they don't they don't have those animatronics anymore. They just have like flat screens with like dancing characters, and it just doesn't have the same, the same, eh, same pizzazz. Well,
3: as- to, to wrap that up, though, Rich, right? Since it's way back Wednesday, and you're taking your kids to arcades or doing anything, right, just to kill time and keep them busy. What was your favorite sports arcade game? Not Nintendo game, not hmm. at home arcade. NBA Jam by far. NBA, yeah, B- I was yeah, say, yeah. Was it was NBA, NBA Jam. NBA Jam was revolutionary. I remember I going to the give beat. a shout out to Great Fighting. You're an up coming boxer. Body Blow, Body Blow, Body
4: Blow. Original Punch Out. When that Please. came out, that was my jam. That was good, but NBA Jam, they had it like the baseball card shop the comic book store, like you would, you would be able to play NBA jam and you felt like that was the most awesome game.
3: Well, I still love punch out. And Mike Tyson's punch out. And I digest. Right.
4: Well, Hey, um, NFL blitz, NFL, NFL blitz. blitz oh, that's yeah. a good one. That's a good one. Oh, there's a, you know what? trying to think i even liked the old it was like a wrestling arcade game i was a wwe fan wwe fan as a kid matt mania my because my dad worked in the vending business i wasn't some
3: richie rich type of kid <laughs> who had arcade games in his house um but my dad worked in the industry so i had matt mania which was rich you'll remember the sounds of it it went like this ready one two three <laughs>
4: and, you know i don't remember that but your impression i'm matt sure mania? no i don't remember matt no, mania that was great But I do remember a bunch of those old school video games. Hey, so, hey, take your kids to uh, Diffin' Busters or Chuck E. Cheese. Have some fun this week. It's that week where you're trying to just fill time and figure out what day it is. All right. Hey, let's talk some NFL Week 17. Now, I was talking to Lee and Chris, who were both working the show today. And it's great because Lee is a Packers fan and Chris is a Lions fan. And this is fantastic because the stars can line up perfectly. For week eighteen, to be essentially a week of playoff games, you need a few things to happen this week okay, and let 's go over it real quick only because it's it 's really simple it 's not a lot of like it 's not a lot of math where it 's like this team needs to lose or this team needs to win and it 's only a few little factors it's, uh, for dummies, Rich is going to break it down for dummies. I said both of these guys, Lee, Chris, and all the Lions and Packers fans out there. You need the Jets to beat the Seahawks. The Jets are two-point favorites in Seattle, which just shows that twelfth man Seattle home field. That's that's old news. And Seattle people clearly think they, this team has peaked; they're done. They, you know, I believe they've lost maybe four of their last five. It's it got bad for Seattle. Yeah, Remember they, they were th- they hit a skid. Yeah. Remember when they were talking about giving Geno Smith a long-term big deal, and then we said, "Well, let's be a they little. They were saying let's be he patient. should be
3: included in the MVP conversation for a minute."
4: Great season for Geno, considering what we thought, right, guys? Right. Oh, he's going to end up throwing for over 4,000 yards. Going to have probably 30-plus touchdowns, under 10 interceptions right now. So Geno Smith proved his worth. But do you remember for a minute, it was like, Geno, people were talking about a big deal. Like, I don't know if we're there yet. But the Seahawks are 7-8. and eight. I believe they have let – me, let me take a look. I think they have lost four of their last five. Seahawks – They lost to the Chiefs. They lost to the Niners. They lost to the Panthers. They beat the Rams. They lost to the Raiders. Yeah, they've lost... Man, they've lost five of their last six. They're slumping. I can't say Geno Smith is the reason, though, but... But if the Jets beat the Seahawks, which, to me, I think will happen. I I sort of like the Jets. I like a little bounce back for the Jets, even though it's in Seattle. If they win, that game makes... That game such a big game, and I'll tell you why. It means big things for two teams. Two divisions. If the Seahawks lose and the Lions win, which I think the Lions will win. The Lions play the Bears. They're six-point favorites in Detroit. And the other game, which... yo, Lee, try to explain this to me. Cause I'm, I'm, is it the sentiment that the Vikings have won 10 one-score games? Of, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. 11 of the 12 wins... By the Minnesota Vikings are one score games. Their only win that was a substantial win was week one against the Baggers. against the Packers, and it was Aaron Rodgers, you know week one terrible game. Besides that can know, the 12 and three Vikings haven't beat a team by more than one score. yet they're 12 and three. You could say good teams find a way to win," or you could say that, what a year of just great fortune and luck. Teams like the Raiders are on the flip side of that. Exactly. So you see a team that's 12 and 3. Has a 12 and 3 team at this stage of the season playing a a healthy 12 and 3 team? Has a healthy 12 and 3 team ever been an underdog to an under 500 team? Because the Packers are 7 and 8, and they're not just like a a point or two favorite. They're 3.5, more than a field goal. They're 3.5 point favorites over the Vikings in Green Bay. So. Get this. Th- this will have to happen. Has kid. that ever been the case?
3: Probably not. That he mentioned, but that's what's amazing about sports. There's always something that we, we
4: haven't seen before. Yeah. Every so, you, you like. I think this year we saw something where it was like it was the first time Patrick Mahomes was an underdog at home. Or yes. every year you hear these. There's always new stats. But I can't imagine many times. Yeah. Maybe if a quarterback is down or it's a fail, you know, a, a backup or a late season situation where a team's resting all of its players. I don't know if a game Healthy that mattered. Team has ever seen an underdog be five games better than the other team. Lee, it can't be. It has to be the home field advantage. And, you know, Green Bay... Needs it. They they, they need it, absolutely. But you could maybe factor in the bounce back that they got humiliated week one. I, I like the Packers in this game. So, Kavino, follow. If the Jets beat Seattle, which we all think could happen, right? They're favored. So, I mean, it's not like it's a long shot. They're actually favored. So, Jets beat Seattle. If the Lions beat the Bears, which they should, and the Packers at home beat the Vikings, who have a way better record, but the Packers are hot right now, Week 18 would be Lions-Packers winners in losers out. It would be a playoff game week 18. It would be Lions Packers for See, everything.
3: You, you present this in such a way that this could happen and it and it could but chances are unlikely. I think anytime, anytime, I think likely. I think this need... is going to
4: happen. You just need Any... the commanders to lose. I, I, I mean, you know, I'm sorry. There's one other factor. You need the commanders to lose one of their final two games. Now Washington Too many moving parts ah, here. Man. It just never turns
3: out that way. Seems like it could be the case but I'm, I'm thinking probably won't
4: be. The always gives. All right, the Commanders need to lose this weekend to the Browns, which is possible because the Browns have shown signs of like they're not that bad. The Browns are 6-9. and nine. They're, Wait, they're Commanders a, would need to lose? But don't the Commanders need to win their next two to make it?
3: Yes. So, again, they're playing extra hard. With Wentz playing, he looked pretty um, – he jumped right into the last game
4: looking pretty crisp. He was looking crispy at first. Yeah, so, But they were playing the 49ers – and it was the second half, and the Niners were way up. So you could say that you know, it was, it was soft second half coverage. Just I, to- know.
3: I totally get that, but I think they have something to play for. So again, you throw in another little factor there, it's it's looking less and less
4: likely. Oh, there's so many. This is why the NFL wins because this week alone is like a playoff week. The Commanders restore Carson Wentz as the starting quarterback. So, you know, um, I was talking to Jonas Knox. Uh, and, and Lee and a bunch of things. We were talking before the show today about how if if this is it for Carson Wentz and he I doesn't, de- if he doesn't deliver, okay, I mean, is that his last chance as a starting quarterback in the NFL?
3: If as they a starting quarterback, yeah,
4: probably. If they if they turn the keys over to Carson Wentz and say, "All right, man, win the final two and the and the Commanders are in, and he trips up against like the Cleveland Browns, isn't that isn't that Carson Wentz's uh? last real chance? <sighs> yeah,
3: what was it? A, a ring finger injury or something like that that sent him back this time? Um, it's always something. It's, it's always something with him. That's the thing. You know, health seems to be the issue with Wentz. I think you get him as a solid... Because again, it's a win-now league and that's the mentality we yeah. all have. I think you see uh, see him as a solid backup in the future.
4: Yeah. You'll get so many chances. All right, so then let me ask you this. Instead of, instead of playing uh, schedule nerd... Commanders, we like we like that Carson Wentz. We like that Carson Wentz is getting a chance, right? Heineke, you know, he did what he had to do. You know, solid backup guy. They're seven, seven, and one.
3: Well, Washington has gone o two and one the past three games, and they moved the ball well with Heineke, but it looked like Wentz had yeah, some had a, yeah. crispiness. He looks good, and now they have to beat the Browns and the Cowboys to make the playoffs. So here's the problem with their guy.
4: Here's the problem for. Chris, Lee, and all the Lions and Packers fans that are hoping my scenario comes true. My scenario of, oh, week 18, we get an early playoff game. Packers, Lions, winners in. That only matters, again, if Washington loses. Now, I put emphasis on this week. This week is so important because the reality, Kavino, is week 18, the Cowboys have nothing to play for. So you could say, well, "Well, week eighteen, Washington could get, you know, they'll stumble, they get, they'll get caught up. They're playing, they're playing the, the Cowboys, but they're playing the Cowboys, who by that point are locked in at the number one wild card seed. They, they're not going to drop to the six or seven seed. They're the five seed. the The Cowboys are the five seed, regardless. They're not, they're not going to drop past the Giants. They're not going to drop past." You know they're not going to be that last seed. So the reality is, Week 18, the Cowboys game is meaningless. So the Commanders have an advantage. They're going to be playing a Cowboys team that doesn't care. Now in the AFC, let me give you one more quickie You're scenario. Also getting one more thing in there. Yeah, you said the Lions should beat the Bears.
5: That's been a history for the Lions that never like they should have beaten the Panthers too. That
4: that right. game shoulda coulda. Trust like, me, I know that was my yeah. that was one of my big bets. last I, I week. go
5: back to a few week a uh, few years ago when it's like oh yeah they should have beaten the Bengals and they would be and it's like no no that did not happen.
3: I mean I know and then every- they'll play tough against a, a, a team that you didn't expect them to play tough against.
4: Yeah that, that that Lions game that confused the hell out of me and you know Chris being that you're a Lions guy that must have infuriated you. They got punched in the mouth early on. They had that f- early fumble
5: and like, yeah, they got beat on oh, their they, own they, identity. They were,
4: they, were the, they were in the goal, goal Carolina, line Carolina's situation. Carolina's not yeah. a... Carolina wasn't a tomato can, but man it was, yeah, it, you got beat on your own identity. My, my, my two favorite bets last week, and I know everyone has a, you know, short memory with what they were thinking about last week, but I remember thinking, Cincinnati's gonna beat New England. I love this game. They did. It was closer than I thought. I love Cincinnati over New England. That worked out and I said, man... I love this hot lions team over carolina. What's carolina going to... Forget carolina. Carolina, I'm curious to see if carolina is is their run game that good or are they just I mean it seems like week after week they just run the ball on anyone. All right. Hey, Cavino and Rich, uh there's one AFC scenario, Cavino, that I think is super interesting. And it has to do with the AFC East. We'll get to that coming up right here on Cavino and Rich.
5: Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
0: Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season.
6: as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.
3: All right, welcome back to Covino and Rich at Covino and Rich on social media. You know, all I want for Christmas is for you guys to follow us, because for whatever reason in today's world, that matters. So thank you, at Covino and Rich on social media, and to please subscribe to our podcast for free, just search Covino and Rich, wherever you stream your podcast, and if you like our show, we do a Patreon too, so check it out. But it's always a pleasure to be here for Dan Patrick, and happy holidays, wishing you the best. If you're listening on the iHeartRadio app, what's up? If you're listening in the future on the podcast, what's up, future (laughs) dude? Thank you for hanging out with us. We'll be here Thursday and Friday as well. Again, CNR on Fox Sports Radio, 877 99 on Fox, talking well, talking football, week seventeen of the NFL. Rich is breaking it down. Nostra Davis. Rich Davis, Nostra Davis, is making his predictions.
4: Well, I just feel like the Jets man, if if there's so many there's so many things that could happen, but I'm telling you there's a few particular things that if they happen, we're looking at an insane week 18 of the NFL. And again, for the NFC, those things include the Washington Commanders slipping up. They're going to go with Carson Wentz. Maybe they get hot and win their final two, and what I'm about to say is irrelevant, but if Washington slips up and loses one of their final two...
3: Which they can't lose if they want to make the playoffs, Yeah. so just Again, more to play for.
4: The Lions-Packers week 18 could very well be a win-and-you're-in scenario. And how great would that be? Because Aaron Rodgers could fight back after all of this. And then for the Lions fans, you know, the Lions have been, you know, a team that has had such little success. And, you know, Jared Goff, what an underrated player, right? We feel like poor Jared Goff. That was the sentiment, right? He got shipped out of. A lot of people just forgot that he was the real deal, and he's reminding people right
3: away, like, "No, man, I was the guy in L.A., and I'm the guy now."
4: No, Chris, do you feel Detroit? that way that Jared Goff was sort of uh, overlooked? We forget that. Yeah. While it didn't work out for the Rams, he took him to a Super Bowl. He was
5: a top draft pick. He he needs specific conditions to do well. He's he's in that category along with like Jimmy Garoppolo and some of these other quarterbacks. They're not going to be the ones who change the game, but if you put a good offensive line around them, good wide receivers, give him time to get comfortable, he's. He's looked exactly like he's looked this past year. It yeah. was always but it was always kind of played off as this kind of like oh we're dumping Jared Goff to get rid of the salary to bring in to bring in Matthew Stafford and it's uh the
4: Lions wanted to build around Goff and it's it's worked out so far. Do you think yeah. most... Now, every, I think the world, unless you're a Washington Commanders fan, which I have a couple buddies that are, but for the most part, if they lose, I don't think anyone would be heartbroken if the Commanders miss the playoffs. They're a one and done, if you ask me anyway, right? Like,
5: ugh. Mm. No, there's, there's better stories than the Commanders. Yeah, I'm I
4: don't think if the Commanders fail to make the postseason, I don't think there's anyone devastated except maybe a few people in the D.C. Baltimore area. Now... Lions Packers, if that game is a win and in Week 18, I got a Packers fan here and a Lions fan here. Where do you think the country would root? Do you think it would be the oh the Lions, the underdogs, yes. or do you think does en- or do you think there's enough Aaron Rodgers Packers fans around the country they'll be like, man, can't believe it, what an ultimate comeback! Aaron, Aaron Rodgers has been playing the heel heel for a second. here I know in the pro wrestling exactly. So he's, he's turned yeah. into
3: a polarizing character. So the the world, the world, the country. Or the world. Football's uh, international now is, is probably yeah. rooting Lions, unless you're a Packers fan. They're a funner team.
5: The Lions are a funner team.
3: Yeah, yeah. they are.
4: They are fun. So that, I hope that
3: happens. And, and by, by the th- way, I think a cooler story, too, because what, for the past two years, we keep talking about how they battle and how they're scrappy and how they're tough. So how could you not want to see them just sort of get over that? mountain people want more press conferences from Dan Campbell people want more Dan
5: Campbell
4: talking at the podium it, it would be interesting now here here's the question Cavino now from my perspective let's take it to 49ers fans who hope to get that 2 seed because this you know lions packers situation only works out if the vikings lose a game right so let me ask you do you think the 49ers who look like they're the hottest team in the NFL right now who would you want to play Detroit, or Green Bay? Hmm. Because
3: the 49ers... I mean, you're the resident 49ers fan. No, because you I Tell think, us
4: who you think they match up better against. No, there's been years where the Niners have beaten, quote, better Packers teams. They've upset teams they should not have beaten. Last year, for instance, the 49ers, you know, they win that, you know, game in the snow, what, 10-7 on, like, a turnover? Or no, blocked punt. So... You know, for all you know, Aaron Rodgers makes his way to the playoffs. And what if he has like a revenge game against the Niners? So in my mind, I'm like, I don't know if I want Aaron Rodgers in the postseason. (laughs) Same. I think he's the type of guy
3: that, I mean, look, you got the tough Lions who have a lot to play for, right? They want to prove themselves. But then you got to deal with Aaron Rodgers, who seems to be a big game type of player that could turn things around at any moment, right? Do you Mm -hmm. want to deal with that guy? And Um, I think you you battle the Lions in this case.
4: Real quickie in the AFC. In the AFC. A similar, again, not to be nerdy schedule watcher, but you need a couple things to happen in the AFC. That that would be really interesting as well. The Patriots need to drop one game, right? Can we we bank on that? Can we say, all right, the Patriots will lose a game. They're playing the Dolphins. If the Patriots lose to the Dolphins this week, and the Jets beat the Seahawks, Week eighteen will be Dolphins Jets. Winner moves on, loser goes home. So, what you're seeing with the Lions Packers, you could see yeah. with the Dolphins Jets week eighteen, and I think that's what the world should be rooting for as well. When do you want to see a Jets, you could have a week eighteen where there's two games that it's like winning, winner, go home. I love that. Yeah, with division, so, something to look out for something to root for for sure. Yeah, and then you say to yourself, well, without, well then who do you got then? Without, Jets without or uh, Dolphins, without two of though. If you're dealing with Teddy Bridgewater, is that a good story? Is Bridgewater good enough to beat the Patriots this week? Because that's step one, beating the Patriots this week.
3: And White's healthy, right? I mean, you have to imagine yeah. that he's ready
4: to go. White's, White's ready to go. Going to be very interesting week 17 and 18. So if you don't think you got something good to look forward to this weekend, my goodness, some good football games this Sunday, week 17 of the NFL,
3: I like it. I like it. If you have any uh, thoughts on that or anything we've talked about, eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox, and our buddy Spotty Boy at Spot Center is on our social media at Covino and Rich. If you want to send us a tweet, if you're just chilling at home, you just want to say something, like I said, chime in anytime. The most inclusive show on radio, Covino and Rich, in for Dan Patrick.
4: Bills and Bengals Monday night. I, I like it, but I don't. I feel like I want to I wanna save that game for the postseason. Do we want to see a preview of that? I don't know. It's it's in Cincinnati and the Bills are favored by one, essentially a pick'em, right? I mean you look at it, you know, arguably two of the three best teams. Maybe in the league, definitely the AFC, maybe the league. You you could argue that those might be your two best teams. Sunday night? I'm sorry, Monday night? Man, might be a preview of what's to come in a month from now, so we'll see. All
3: right, and you totally skipped over, and I'm guessing we'll talk about it tomorrow. I mean, not a big game, but Dallas at Tennessee, so maybe you'll take us to Teasertown tomorrow. Yeah, we'll throw old, some money
4: on that game. bet tomorrow for that one. But All right, cool. Again, that's Tennessee. They've collapsed, man. They don't, you know, Jackson. I feel like the sentiment is like, yeah, it's Jacksonville's division now. Tennessee, Tennessee, totally blew it so we'll, we'll get to that tomorrow but i have to ask you because you're in jersey are you worried at all about your travels back to la with all this air air cancellation i was worried
3: getting here about a few things uh all the canceled flights right and people love to remind you people love to be the bearer of bad news whether or not they preface it like hate to be the bearer no you don't because if you didn't you'd shut up right now
4: Hate to be the bearer of bad news. No, oh, people love being negative. You know, know what I compare it to? Live for it's it. It's the it's the little league rain person. Let me explain. When you're a kid and you're playing little league, there's always the person. There's two approaches to have. It's like glass half empty or full. My mom was like the worst. If it was a little drizzle in the air, Richie, I bet you your game's gonna be canceled tonight. I'm like, Mom, shut up. Like, stop rooting against. Like, what are you? Me. Are you rooting for the rain? My mom's the type of person that if. If I were flying tomorrow, my mom would call me up and say, Well, oh, Richie, I doubt you're going to take off. I'm like, what, what are you? Why that attitude? All the flights are canceled. You're prob- off with your flight. You're probably screwed.
3: Yeah, I hate that. It's like, Hey, stop jinxing me. Mind your business. I didn't ask you. I'm clearly aware that there's some, some cancellations going on. I keep looking to see my flight status. I don't need your stupid opinion. Okay, like, hey, man. Good luck with
4: the flight. Hey, there's some snow. I'm sure uh, your flight's going to be canceled. What are you going to (laughs) do?
3: Yeah, but people love to be the negative bearer of bad news, whether or not they think that, whether or not they claim that. They do. Because I've had so many people like, hey, man, uh, good luck with your flight. And they mean well, I get it. But it's like, shut up. I don't think they do. I I think, think they do.
4: I think people like to see others inconvenienced. So, you know, heading to Jersey from
3: L.A., again, just visiting family for the holidays, taking the kid to see grandma and grandpa, catch up with some old pals, I was a little concerned with the storms.
4: Now, Southwest it's like an all-time terrible record of flight cancellations, and it brings up a very interesting question, but you know, we got a lot of phones, people talking about NFL playoffs, so let's, let's do this. I'm, uh, I couldn't be more excited. Week 17 of the NFL starts tomorrow with Thursday Night Football and so many what-ifs. Like, uh, if I, I'll tell you two teams that I don't think anyone would be devastated if they missed the playoffs. We've seen the Patriots, and I don't want to be the guy that's like, we've seen enough of them. But honestly, this Patriots team is not going anywhere, right? So would you be devastated if the Patriots, who we've seen dominate for a better part of the last two decades, would you be devastated if New England was out of the mix? you you way rather rather see... A good
3: Patriots team always makes the NFL a little better.
4: Yeah, but I I think most people rather see the Jets or the Dolphins have a playoff appearance, right? And I think in the NFC, I don't think anyone's like, man, the Commanders with Carson Wentz would really bring the playoff buzz. No, people want to see the Lions go on a run, or Aaron Rodgers' comeback story where, wow, he made the playoffs. So, unfortunately, Washington fans and New England fans, I think most people are rooting against you. Uh, let's go to Dan in Houston. You're on, Kavino and Rich. What's up, Dan?
2: Yeah, you guys definitely are rooting against the Patriots because you're a bunch of Jet homers. <laughs> no, I'm not a Jets, Jets homer. I'm not a Jet homer. the Jets always been been bad. Oh, the Jets And stink. just to let you know, this week is a de facto playoff game for the Patriots because they have to win to stay oh, yeah. to give themselves a chance to get in. And then they got to be Buffalo, which is going to be a lot harder. But it, you know this, this part of the season, you know Dan, what, the, it gets so Dolphins exciting. The Dolphins and the Jets—they're not going anywhere either. Don't get me wrong; I think the AFC East is a strong division but Buffalo's really the only team that has a yeah. chance in that division. Hey, Dan, okay, you're right. I can right. I can't, it, it it,
3: you know what? It, it, it just sizes you up for a fun matchup in the future. I don't think either team's yeah. going
4: to play a factor. I, I agree and, with you there. And you know what, Dan? I, I think it's fair to say, you know, a lot of times we do this at the NBA, right? The NBA playoffs come around and we're like, oh, what if this team or this team? And you're like, no, nah, it's, it's, it's going to be like Steph Curry or LeBron or, it, it, <laughs> right. like it, you know, it happens all the time. And it happens at the NFL every year. We have these storylines of, "Ooh, what if this team goes on a run? I think it's pretty clear it's a three-headed monster in the AFC, right? It's like you'd be, you, I'd be shocked if it wasn't KC, Buffalo, or Cincinnati, right? That it's that's really what it is. Uh, Todd, uh, Todd in Des Moines, what's up, Todd?
7: Hey, you were just talking about the three-headed monster in the AFC, and there's a game this weekend. Buffalo and
4: Cincinnati are playing, and I think that pretty much sets it up um, for the season where
6: Buffalo could go from one to three this weekend, and us Kansas City fans will be rooting hard for those
4: Bengals that uh, spoiled it for us last year. Yeah, Todd, I feel like I can't be the only person. I'm so glad to hear that so many people nerd out and go on these little playoff simulators, like 15 wins and they lose. I spend way too much time doing that. My wife's like, what are you looking at? I'm like, nothing. She's like, are you are you doing playoff scenarios again? Like, like, that sure. stuff, ma-
3: it, it just makes my head spin. It makes you know? Camino's and head I, spin. And I'm, I'm one it. game at a time kind of guy, and, and then I look ahead. and it, When you really start to factor these things out, you just go crazy, but
4: some people love it. Uh, Mark in Oregon. What's up, Mark?
7: Well, Happy New Year, guys. Hey, Mark, what up? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? I, I just have to say that the, the quarterbacks that we're supposed to believe in in the NFC, uh, Jack Prescott, Jalen Hurts, Tom Brady, and uh, Aaron Rodgers. Well, Rodgers and Brady, their teams are, are weak. And Great. as far as Hurts and, and Prescott, if you look at their postseason play, it's not good. Hurts is 0-1, and his, he, although he threw for a lot of yards, he, his, his game wasn't that good. Yeah. And it's a misleading stat. So if you're a 49er fan and you keep hearing people saying they can't win, they can't win with a rookie, oh, their colleagues are going to catch up with them in no time, I don't know about that. You-
4: I'll tell you what, either do I. Thanks Based for the call. Based on him, you're looking, uh, you left out the Vikings there. I mean, the Vi- <sighs> sorry to our boss, uh, Scott Shapiro. I don't think the Vikings are a factor. I really, I, I think the Vikings are good. They've won, they've won a lot of close games, but I can't see the Vikings. You know, the Vikings need home field. I really do. I think the Vi- to, for the Vikings to have a chance, they need to beat the Packers this weekend. They can't let San Francisco get that two seed because I think the only way they beat San Francisco or the, well, they'll have to go to Philadelphia regardless, but to get past even the Niners in the divisional round, that game's got to be in Minnesota for them. So, Yeah, tough teams. Yeah. Uh, what you got? I got something for you guys. Ilo just let me know that uh, Mike McDaniel just made it confirmed
3: that Teddy Bridgewater's getting the start this week.
4: Bridgewater is getting the start, right? So yeah. if Bridgewater's getting the start, then you got to say, Bridgewater is a, is a top-tier backup quarterback. Is You know, it's like when the Niners went from Jimmy G to Purdy, what was the narrative? Is it really that much of a step backwards? If no one really had that much faith in Jimmy G, is Purdy that much of a step back? I don't know if Teddy Bridgewater is an astronomical step back from Tua, the way Tua's been playing recently. So, hey... I guess we'll see this weekend, and we'll take the rest of your phone calls and feedback next to wrap up the show. Kavino and Rich and for Dan Patrick, the 2022 Mercedes-Benz family of SUVs. Extraordinary. One test drive away. Learn more at MBUSA.com. Of course, we come to you live from the Mercedes-Benz man cave. We got more next. Hang tight.
5: Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern.
1: on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff
1: Dye.
4: I'm getting good, right?
3: Yeah. It's amazing how you talk and whistle at the same right. time. Bozo. Skill. Skill. Cavino right. and Rich. Yeah, Rich with the butt whistle. Thank you, guys. Thaddy uh, won at uh, Chuck E. Cheese. Thaddy won at Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, my butt whistle. <laughs> Cavino and Rich in for Dan Patrick. Day one of the Dan Patrick hat trick. We're here for the next two days. So Ooh. join us. Thursday and Friday morning. Usually we're on 5 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday, 2 p.m. on the West. So subscribe to our podcast, win yourself a bribery ball, leave a review. We appreciate it. We're giving away CNR, Fox Sports Radio, NFL footballs this holiday season. I'm sorry, Nerf footballs. Don't expect uh, a leather football. <laughs>
7: <laughs> the old pigskin. But we the were mail. talking.
3: NFL Week 17 and all the potential outcomes. But I do want to thank you guys for hanging out. If you missed anything, I thought one of our most fun conversations earlier today was returning gifts, returning gifts, because tis the season. Yeah. The space between Christmas and New Year's, the grassy knoll of the holiday season, is when people return their gifts. And what is it? Like 18% of gifts get returned. Billions of dollars of gifts. Billions of dollars. Billions. So if you had your gift receipt of people in your life or athletes on your team, who would you want to return? The number one and two answers on the board were the Wilsons.
4: Russ and Zach.
3: Uh, Zach and Russell. So if you missed any of that, please check the podcast. Again, Cavino and Rich. And thank you guys for hanging out with us. We appreciate
4: it. All right, let's, uh, let's say what's up to Solomon in L.A. What's up, Solomon?
7: Hey guys, yeah, I'm good. You know, I'm just curious uh, regarding the uh,
6: eventual Super Bowl here from each division. You know, you you sort of named it there in the uh, in the AFC uh, potential potential, Philly, Kansas City, Cincinnati. Who's your fourth team? And in the NFC, I'm thinking 49ers, Phillies, uh, excuse me, Eagles,
7: maybe Dallas? Who's your four teams on each side, and who's, who's your potential You You know, I, 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 look at,
4: I look at it this way. I try not to be too much of a homer, because I am a Niners fan, so I, I try to be reasonable, right? I think in the NFC, there's three obvious. Same with the AFC. I said in the AFC, you got, you know, Mahomes, Kansas City, they're, they're a top-tier team. Buffalo, Josh Allen, of course, and Cincinnati, under the radar, I think Joe Burrow and Cincinnati might be better than we all think. So, Cincinnati, Buffalo, Kansas City. To think of a fourth team, give me one second. NFC, I think the same thing. Philadelphia, the Niners, and the Dallas Cowboys. To think of a fourth team is also sort of a, hmm, let me see. I think those fourth teams might be the Vikings, though they've won so many close games. They're still 12-3, and and they still find ways to win, and they still got talent. So I think maybe Minnesota and... mm, Jacksonville's not good enough to say, oh, but they've been so hot. Then Jacksonville's not going to compete with, let's say, in Buffalo. They will not win. They're
3: not going to compete. But he's saying which would be the fourth team? It could
4: be them. They turned you it know around what? nice. I'll, they got I'll, some good momentum. I'll, I'll give you one that that people are maybe underestimating a little bit. What about Justin Herbert and the Los Angeles Chargers? I'm not saying they're in that next that top tier, but. What if they got hot, man? They're going to enter the playoffs with more than 10 wins. They're no no slouch. So maybe we're underestimating the Chargers. Maybe we see a a shocking victory by Herbert. But then again, I do think the other teams are in such a league of their own.
3: Well, Tom Hanks style. Yeah, please chime in on social media. Our show continues there. We're nonstop at Covino and Rich. And Rich, while we uh, wrap up with a few more phone calls or whatever, I just want to remind you guys that tomorrow on the Throwback Thursday – We do a little old school when 50 hits. So when 50 hits on the clock, when 50 hits in life, you get a little old school. But when it hits on the clock, we discuss something old school, whether it be old school video games, sneakers, sneakers, toys, whatever. We do that every Thursday, so just more reason to check us out tomorrow.
4: Nice. Um, Before we go, I was talking about Southwest earlier. Yeah. Any thoughts on how far you would drive if they said, "Hey, we can't rebook your flight for days," because one of our buddies, Tony, uh, listener of the show, I saw him hit us up on. He hit us up on Twitter. He drove from Texas to San Diego and he got here. He, he for the last couple of days, he's been driving because he's like, I have no patience to wait until the end of the week
3: for a flight. And what was that story that Lohengrin dropped on us earlier about the dude driving 40 hours?
4: No, it was Spot during midweek major. There was a guy that drove to the uh, NHL, you know. Spot, Loencron, Equally cannibal. Yeah. He drove to the, uh, you know. Boston hockey. from he, Phoenix to Boston for the Winter Classic. Winter Classic. Yeah. Winter Classic was so important to him that they canceled this flight. So he said, "I'm driving from Arizona to Massachusetts." Um, if uh, Camino, if they said Kavino, I mean, you're in, you're not going to drive across the country. But would you drive 10 hours, 20 hours if they said no? No. I mean, I'm live in
3: Jersey right now. There's a Jersey term for this. Is get the f out of here.
4: <laughs> get the money. Out of out of out of out of
3: driving that long, you out of your mind. Coming from Jersey, you know a lot of us are mama's boys growing up, right? Coddled mama's boys. We don't leave our hometown really. We don't leave our state really for anything. Your
4: mom Do you doing you la- la- your mom doing uh, your mom doing you laundry while you're there. You better believe it. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, we'll see you guys tomorrow. And think about how far you would drive. I think under 10 hours, you rent uh, the car. That's it. That's it. I'm with you. All right, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Uh, at Covino and Rich and for Dan Patrick. Until then, Derchi, baby. See you in the promised land. Have a good day, guys.
0: See you tomorrow. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff died back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff.